Hey everybody, welcome back to the Macro Compass, in particular to a new episode of our Macro Education series. Recently, U.S. House Speaker McCarthy tweeted that like every other household in America, if Washington wants to spend more, it needs to save more somewhere else. Although it sounds like common sense, it's dead wrong. The most misunderstood concept in finance is that the government needs money to spend money. And that is not true. The government doesn't need money to spend money. The government creates money for the private sector when it goes for deficit spending. Let's explain this with the use of some simple T-accounts and a stylized example involving the government, the central bank, commercial banks, and us, the private sector. You can see this stylized example at page two of the article. So before government spending, the top part of the table, here is a stylized situation. The government has liabilities and assets. Those liabilities are the bonds issued, which are purchased by commercial banks or the Federal Reserve, and assets in the form of student loans, for example, or money parked at the Fed, the Treasury General Account. The Fed has deposits from the government, the Treasury General Account on its liability side, and also issues bank reserves on the liability side. On the asset side, it owns government bonds and other assets, let's say foreign exchange reserves. Commercial banks, on the liability side, they have customer deposits. On the asset side, they basically have reserves at the central bank, government bonds, and some loans to the private sector, mortgages, etc. The private sector, so us, we have deposits at commercial banks on the asset side, other assets as well, and as liabilities, we have debts, loans, and capital. This is where we start. Now, what happens when the government goes for the so demonized deficit spending? The government blows a hole in its balance sheet. Effectively, it creates negative equity through deficit spending. Now, public opinion would say that it spent money it doesn't have, and hence it must borrow or issue bonds. Now, let's instead have a look at what the government really did when it went for deficit spending. As you can see in the bottom part of the table, start from the bottom left part, the government. The government spent $100 in deficit spending, and it sent, let's assume it sent checks home to people, the private sector, bottom right part of the table. So the private sector all of a sudden finds that their bank deposits have gone up by the same $100 that the government spent, they sent a check home to people, people cash in the check, bank deposits go up by $100 without any liability immediately attached to the private sector. In other words, when the government blew a hole in its balance sheet and spent $100, it also increased people's net worth by $100. Now, the private sector has an increased net worth. That's the checks that were sent to us without any liabilities attached to it. And we might decide to immediately spend the money or keep it at a commercial bank. If we spend the money, let's say, to buy a new car, the car seller would now own the newly created money, the newly created bank deposit. In any case, the new money that the government has created will end up as deposit in the commercial banking system. So if you look at the commercial banking tab in the bottom side of the table, you can see that commercial banks now have more bank deposits, $100 more in deposits. Now, given how balance sheet works, this also means they must have more assets. 
the standard is that as deposits go up, commercial banks now have more reserves to deposit at the Fed. Now, before we start talking about bonds and issuance in all of this, let's stop here for a second. Merely accepting the fact that the government issues the very money that the private sector uses. It does not need to save or find money before it spends it, as McCarthy and many others believe. And another way to visualize that is at page three, by understanding that government deficits equal private sector surpluses. So the government doesn't need money from us, but instead it increases or decreases our net wealth through its fiscal decisions. If it goes for deficit spending, the government is injecting money into the private sector. If we go for austerity, zero deficits, the government is decreasing the private sector net wealth. Back to the T-account for one last step. So back at page two. And in our system, we have several self-imposed rules. One of them is that the government cannot run negative equity positions, despite being the entity that issues the money in the first place. In our system, it cannot run negative equity. So it issues bonds. It doesn't need to, but accounting standards and our rules dictate that it does. Now, remember where we stood. The government does deficit spending. The private sector has more net worth and more bank deposits, and commercial banks receive these deposits and increase their reserves at the Fed. Now, the government, bottom left of the table, issues bonds to, let's call it, fund the deficit spending. What happens is that commercial banks use the reserves that have been created to actually buy these bonds. After all, bonds are better in many aspects for banks because they provide higher yields than reserves, and banks are in the business of making money, so they most likely will swap these reserves or bonds. Now, you can now square all the process through the T accounts above, and let's do that to get it right. Government deficit, deficit spending of $100 adds net worth to the private sector by $100. This newly created money ends up as deposits in the banking system. As deposits go up at commercial banks, Assets go up as well. So reserves in the first instance go up. The government under our rules is supposed to issue bonds to fund this deficit spending. These bonds are issued and purchased by banks that use reserves that have been created to purchase bonds. This is how government deficit spending works. The government doesn't need money to spend money. The government spends money and it creates money for the private sector when it goes for deficit spending. Now, does this mean that the government can proceed with limitless deficit spending without any consequences? No, that's not true. The limits to government deficit and debt are inflation and real resources. Excessive deficit spending creates too much money for the private sector. And if the supply of labor and real resources cannot expand rapidly to meet the demand coming from too much money being created, we get sharp bouts of inflation. This is exactly what happened after the U.S. spent $5 trillion in 2020, 2021, and inflation ran very hot after. So the main point is that government deficit spending is not bad per se. Actually, it's the obsession with zero deficits and paying off government debt, which is quite toxic. To close this educational piece, 
Let's play a short game to explain why that is toxic. Pick any government with limited debt and very conservative fiscal policies. So what comes to mind? Switzerland, Sweden, Canada, the Netherlands, Australia, maybe even China with low public debt levels. Well, have a look at the chart at page four. The obsession with no deficit spending and low government debt from these countries led to large levels of private sector debt. All these virtuous countries are running 200 to 300% private sector debt as a percentage of GDP. And private sector debt, guys, is inherently more unstable than government debt. That's because the private sector doesn't print money. It needs real cash flows to finance their big debt burdens. And when a recession hits, these cash flows disappear pretty rapidly, leading to deleveraging and economic instability. So let's conclude with the main takeaways. The government doesn't need money to spend money. The government creates money for the private sector when it goes for deficit spending. Of course, this doesn't mean there are no limits to deficits. Excessive deficit spending creates too much money for the private sector. And if the supply of labor and real resources cannot expand rapidly enough, we get sharp bouts of inflation like in 2022. But the obsession with no deficits and low government debt is much more toxic. Because what it does is it drains resources from the private sector. It forces the private sector to lever up itself. And it leads to high levels of private debt, which are inherently much more unstable than government debt. All in all, guys, remember, the government doesn't need money to spend money. The government creates money for the private sector when it goes for deficit spending. Not like Kevin McCarthy and many of us out there unfortunately, still have to hear every day. Now, said that, I hope you enjoyed this piece of the macroeducation series and I'll talk to you guys again very soon.